Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report for Wednesday, May 24th, 2017. I'm Alex Kalafi, joined today by Donald Terrio. Yes, the Fire Emblem Amiibo and Limited Edition have finally arrived about three hours before we went on the air. Zachary Miller. What's up, y'all? Been a while. Yes, it has. And we are joined by our very special friend, slash, we haven't replaced Neil, so he's not <laughs> off the show yet. It's Neil Ronahan, director of Nintendo World Report. Hey, um, I'm playing this thing again. It's real weird. I yeah. forgot what this was. Um, I actually haven't, I haven't played my Switch in like fucking four <coughs> days. It's weird. How many um, four I'm, days? Like four days. I played some Thumper over the weekend. Um, but I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. That's a that's a pretty good video game. Yes, sirree. We are going to be talking about Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of Valencia. And that would have been our main story this week, except for something slightly to somewhat more significantly that came out in the last day or so. The Rabbids game, if you had any doubts that it was totally real, it looks like it's totally real. There's key art. A Western developer gave Mario a gun. And it's party time. Neil, uh, tell us all about it. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we had the the fun will to um to break the story, or I guess it had already been kind of broken. Like I mean, really, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle has been talked about. I think since last fall was when it first started. Well, I think I think first kept secret. The original. Well, it's not. It's not Nintendo secret. Uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft is publishing this game, which is. I guess not that much of a shock, but still, like, it's, I guess it's weird, but then, I think, um, I don't know, like, how does Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games work? Is that a Sega joint? Sega publishes at least the console versions with... I think Sega develops it, but, like, huh, yeah, that's, that's weird, because... Yeah, I think Sega does publish that. But anyway, where do um, you get our review copies from for Mario and Sonic? Is that's that- what I was trying to think. We don't. Um, <laughs> I don't think they have in a while. I think they've come from both Nintendo and Sega. But then again, oh. like there's a weird thing where like I guess I, like Minecraft is a Microsoft game, so that's weird as far as review copy requests. Mm. But that's some inside baseball and has nothing to do with this rabbit stuff. Um. So so yeah, uh, the the rabbits rabbit Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle or Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is as far as we can tell the the official name of this game that will be uh, formally unveiled at E3, uh, probably at Ubisoft's press conference, and I think the first reports of it are from back in the fall, and then there was kind of a lot of talk about it maybe being out close to launch, maybe being at that January thirteenth event. Uh, it did not show up, and then things were kind of quiet on it for a while. And then the uh, the the slides that are from some kind of internal Ubisoft presentation uh, was likely translated. Like uh, the developer, the the main developer of the game is Ubisoft, Ubisoft Paris. Uh, these slides very likely started as a French language presentation, and then were translated to English to be presented, likely to an American or English speaking studio. Um, so that's why there's some weird, weird spelling errors. Like personalities is is, as it's spelled like it would be in French, and turtle shelves is is in these documents. Uh, they these these uh these images have been circulating for a while though. Uh, there's been a couple other places that have kind of reported on them but not shown them. When I was first shown them, I was kind of told like yeah, like 
don't share these. And then yesterday when the dam kind of blew off, there was like a cropped ver- a crop down version of one of the images of like a, of the peach rabbit. And then someone posted like, like the, the key art from it. And then I had a source who was basically just like, all right, you can post all these. <laughs> uh, so we did. And that's, that's, we're here now. Yeah. We're here, and this thing exists. I don't know if it's coincidental or not that Nintendo's stock price actually went up quite a bit after this thing came out because maybe it shows that they're fully getting into bed with third parties again. Um, let's not. Get I mean, it's ourselves. Ubisoft. Ubisoft is going to put games out on the Switch, but, but they but they put out a <clears throat> game. They put out. Okay, let's let's break this down. Um, Ubisoft uh, put out Just Dance at launch. All right, right. They did that. What did they put out on Wii U? I don't know, like a half dozen games. Um, what are the other games that they have planned for 2017? Steep, uh, a game that came out Rayman in Legends again. Yeah, but let's 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 break that. Steep, a okay. a game that we all probably forgot actually came out last December. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I believe you can get that right now for about 15, 20 bucks. That's probably going to be minimum a $40 retail game, probably 50 or $60 retail game. I think that's I, that maybe that'll be out this fall. So they're they're making steep a dated port. They're doing Rayman Legends Complete Edition, which is a game from 2013 um that was not even the previous generation but kind of made for the generation before that. It did come out on Wii U, but like it was a PS3 and 360 game. Right. Um and that's coming out, and it seems like the big addition for that is they added a lot of Kung Fu. Uh, <laughs> stop me if you've heard what Kung Fu is. Uh, it's a it's a goofy little mini game that you Kung Fu and, and soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that but yeah, but yeah. so that's what Ubisoft's putting out on Switch. Oh, and, oh and you forgot one. And, and Mario. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Monopoly. Oh yeah, yeah the Barn so, uh, Monopoly. So so I don't think. This really proves anything that like Nintendo solved the third party problem on Switch. No. Uh, outside of like, hey guys, can you take Mario? Do something with him, please. Please just don't leave our <laughs> system. Yeah, this is less about Nintendo than it does about Ubisoft. And a lot of people are going to take Ubisoft to task for this, saying, oh, Ubisoft's just putting out their old shitty games. And they certainly are. But I think what Ubisoft is doing is saying, listen, we don't know how this console is going to play out. This is them in like 2015, 2016. And they're saying, but we want to support this because we want to be there for Nintendo because that improves our relations with Nintendo and improves our relations with our audience. We're going to do a lot of these cheap projects and we're going to do one more significant project. We're going to see how the Switch plays out. And that's going to plan out the rest of uh, our our Switch support. But I'd rather Ubisoft does what Ubisoft does than EA does what EA does, which is almost nothing. But I mean, I don't know. At least like FIFA is going to come out when FIFA comes out. It's not going to come out a year later. Yeah. Yeah. Although this might be the only FIFA we get, unless yeah, the Switch I mean, version actually that, does something. That's true, and. And honestly, is is that really a it, like if the if the FIFA version of Switch comes out and it doesn't sell well, like EA, they tried, maybe not hard, but they, they made it. This might be a contractual the FIFA on Switch yeah. might be a contractual obligation game for all we know. They may be required to put a FIFA game on every relevant platform. I have heard that the uh, the the version of NBA NBA Two K eighteen. 
uh, coming to Switch like might might be awesome. Uh, I mean, because oh, it seems like because they were in that uh, like that that game, or I guess some form of NBA 2K was in the original Switch trailer. Uh, so they might have been working on it for a while, and it looks like that's not it's not like you know the B team is working on it. As far as I know, it's the main NBA 2K developer is working on the Switch version. Hmm. Uh, so that, and I'm actually after after the the tragedy that was NBA Playgrounds, I kind of have a hankering of playing a good basketball game. <laughs> so I might actually get NBA 2K18 despite my large indifference to the NBA as a whole. I just basketball video games are fun. Yeah, good basketball games are fun. NBA yeah. Street is a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, NBA Jam also good. NBA Playgrounds, nope. Yeah, getting back to Rabbids a little bit. I'm kind of into it. I I like this. I I didn't think I'd like it, but I looked at the key art and I'm like, it's a little goofy, but I'm okay with giving this a shot. Yeah, Rabbit, so Rabbit Peach taking a selfie kind of makes me want to hurt myself. Let's, eh, let's that's 2017. Let's let's break down what what we know of what this game is. So from the slides, they the breakdown that it's basically it's a uh, most mostly turn based combat that I've heard uh, is more it's a lot more strategy tactical RPG than like what you'd expect from a Mario and Luigi game. Uh, some of the things that they call out here, and I'm basically just paraphrasing based on what's on the slide uh each hero each of the eight characters that you can play as which it's mario luigi peach yoshi and then rabbits versions of each of them uh we'll get to their fun titles later uh <laughs> they each play in a different way there's different different uh, abilities that they can use they can dash they can do jumps together they can use warp pipes destructible covers etc They'll have upgradable and collectible weapons that look like they're guns that might be themed off of Mario and Mario and the rated Mario related uh, paraphernalia. Uh, there's combat objectives throughout the combat. Uh, there's contextual events, and there are uh, weirdly specific seven enemy archetypes and one boss slash mid boss per world. It looks like there are about four worlds, um, four different environments. There, you don't have any direct control of the heroes in uh, the out, out of the battles in the exploration mode. You control uh, Tutorio, who's some kind of fairy creature that that's, I guess, maybe like you, maybe it's like you kind of use it to guide the characters around. I'm kind of bitballing there. Uh, there's puzzles in the environments that you can explore and do. And it apparently will have a lot of Mario Easter eggs nestled throughout it. And there's also a two-player co-op throughout the entire game. That's nice. A lot, uh, a lot of people are guessing this is going to be more Mario and Luigi, but in my imagination, I see Valkyria Chronicles. That, that, I, I mean, that that might be a better comparison because everything I've heard, and uh, like I'll just I'll, I'll get out of the way now. The little that I've heard about this game outside of these slides is it's. It's got it's like more fire emblemy than Mario and Luigi than you'd think. Like I don't really know. Like I, I I haven't seen any gameplay of this game, so it's a lot of kind of hearing someone describe it and then speculating on what it could be. Um, but I think this is going to be a lot more like turn based strategy than it is a turn based RPG, like like Ooh. Mario and Luigi. Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, it all it almost because uh, the comparison I kept seeing being thrown around was XCOM, and all that leads me to hope is, oh God, please let there be permanent death so I can kill the rabbits off. <laughs> yeah. Um, some other stuff about it. 
being developed by Ubisoft Paris and Ubisoft Milan. Uh, they have been working on like the Just Dance series. They have a history with the Rabbids franchise. They did uh, the last, the, I mean, one of the last Rabbids games that came out, uh, Rabbids Land, which is a Wii U launch title. Um, I, uh, they don't have a terribly great track record, but with Nintendo's involvement in this game and the kind of bigger scope of it, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that like, oh, it's guaranteed to be well-made and good, but like maybe we don't judge a studio by them making a profitable crappy dance game mm-hmm. and a like a rushed Rabbids Wii U launch game. Maybe we judge them by like a game that they kind of were given more rope and more time to work on. Yeah. Uh, it's estimated to be about 20 hours long, running on the Snowdrop engine, which it seems like Ubisoft is you know getting to work on Switch, which is good for future games. And yeah, it's out in August or September. Yeah, I like the Mario design. A lot of people are giving the Mario design flack, but I like it when people play with the Mario design in video games. I think it looks kind of—it looks like classic Mario, but it has more of a Western design to it. Also, whose phone is that? You need to turn your vibrate off. Oh, that's my controller. Okay, that needs to go off. Stat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But I, I like the westerny design of Mario. I think it's it's nice. I think it's nice that they're giving Ubisoft the room to mess with it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't know if this game is going to be great, but I'm not going to write it off. Uh, it it looks like it could be cool, and we'll optimistic. Uh, I mean, we'll people will be playing this game in what about three weeks? It'll be at, it'll be at E3. Um, it's coming out really soon. Mm. I wonder if we're gonna get to get, play the game at E3 now. <laughs> I mean, there's public people there. We can we can just put on a fake mustache. <laughs> get to Ubisoft's booth. We'll be like, I'm I'm the Macho Man. <laughs> I'm the Eagle Eye. I'm I'm the unstable. Yeah, I I was very uplifted by the internal Ubisoft documentation that said no longer conservative. As, which makes it sound like they're taking some very extensive liberties with this license. Luigi looks pissed off. Uh, they're calling Peach the badass princess. That's probably internal, though. Uh, hashtag sassy. Hashtag no filter. Yeah. I like I like shirtless 70s gay porn actor Mario <laughs> Rabbit. Yep. Yeah, the Macho Man cool. from the Village yeah. People. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's all good stuff. I call call me cautiously optimistic. That's, yeah. That's no, all. But, that's where I'm at too. Um, from from talking to people who have like played the game, um, they said uh, that side of it, like being in an earlier form, like it it looks like it could have potential. So now the question then becomes: Does Aisha Tyler joke about the leak at E3? Well, what leak doesn't she joke about? Yeah, like <laughs> d- does Ubisoft have a surprise for E3? Uh, they're they're blowing out Far Cry Five. I want to say Friday, so probably not. Yeah, I mean, there this could be, like, there the, could be a surprise. I mean, it ain't going to be a Switch game. No, but it could be something I really want from them. Uh, like don't get your hopes too. up, kid. I yes, too. Getting my hopes up a long time ago for it. Yeah. <laughs> In what 2005? <laughs> uh, I mean. I do, you know, I mean, we're speaking about Beyond Good and Evil 2. I do believe that that is not a project that is dead. I just think it's a project that is very low priority. Yeah. It's basically like, we want to keep Michelle on sale on staff, so we'll keep on telling him he can eventually (laughs) do this. 
Hmm. Meanwhile, so we're trying to get him to make games that actually make money. What comes out first, Beyond Good and Evil 2 or Money Number 9 3DS? Uh, uh, well, one of those actually might exist. The other one is a figment of your imagination. Or, uh, uh, or I won't tell you which one's which. Um, yeah, okay. Word. There's, <laughs> there's, there's another rumor I want to ask you about, Neil, because I, I feel like there's no fire to this one whatsoever. Is this the Boy Scouts of America? It's the Boy Scouts one oh, that said Animal like, Crossing like, why? and Pikmin. Why? What? <laughs> that's that's my question too. I just wanted to throw it out there. First off, first off, let's break this down. Um, you're you're the Boy Scouts magazine. Probably not a huge budget. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like Boy Scouts are sitting on millions of dollars. Boys Life. Like, it's called Boys Life. Boys I used Boys to Life. get it. Um, Boys Life magazine, which I yeah, I think I had that when I was a kid. But um, there's probably I mean, just magazines 2017. Like that's not a big budget magazine. It's probably some dude like, oh, we need to fill space. We'll write about video games. Yeah. Does some Googling. Was like, oh, there's an Animal Crossing mobile game. I guess maybe they'll talk about that at E3. <laughs> Pikmin 4. Um, oh, look, two years ago, Miyamoto said they were working on Pikmin 4. Or like, I don't know, there's a bunch of news stories talking about a future Pikmin 4. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write that in my little blurb in this way. <laughs> they probably didn't give it a second thought. They were just like, yeah. maybe there will be Animal Crossing and Pikmin. Which, like, they could be right, they could be wrong. But... I don't think that's there's not like some like writer at Boys Life that's gonna like rear their head and be the next Laura Kate Dale or something. <laughs> Which if that does happen, that would be amazing. <laughs> I just don't think it is. It's all of a sudden like I'm Brad Boys Life and I'm here to tell you all about the video game. <laughs> that's it. He gets, that's he gets his own merit badge for that. <laughs> his his last name is Boys Life as one word. <laughs> <laughs> but the L is still capitalized. <laughs> And and he's the yeah, same guy. Video game journalist slash the cartoonist who draws those comics of the boys almost dying every issue, and then someone ended up being a hero. All right, guys, I got a new name. You ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me Sorry. see. Hold on. For, for oh, Brad Boy's life. <laughs> I just I just changed my my uh, my name on the lower third for the for oh, the YouTube geez. video. <laughs> Brad Boy's Life. There, there we go. It's, it's very rare that we get an episode titled during the episode. <laughs> okay. But, okay. like, all right, all right. Just, let's just PSA. We're less than three weeks out from E3. Um, shit's going to get weird. Uh, do you remember <laughs> before that Switch event? Shit got real weird. Yeah. It's going to get really weird. You can have people being like, I mean, there were someone was leaking, like, Ubisoft emails. Like, I don't know if they're real or not, but, like, that's, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, I mean we and we might get Pikmin Four and Animal Crossing announced in about two to three weeks, but it won't be because the Boy Scouts of America. Something. <laughs> <laughs> what if it is though? You're you're ninety percent sure, but you're not a hundred percent sure, and and I live for that last ten percent. I mean, that's like when when people were. Uh calling for like oh oh like nintendo updated their website there's going to be a direct next week like and it turned out like well i guess it wasn't that next week it was like a week or so after that uh but we did get that arms and splatoon 2 direct um that's one of those things where like yeah yeah you know what there could be a new animal crossing game there could be a new pikmin game announced at e3 that has nothing to do with that boy's life article that's a coincidence speculation right I think right. I think we should look to Boys Life for the next 
major exclusive. I think I think Alex, you're looking for writing work. Hit up yeah. Boys Life, man. <laughs> it's uh, freelancing. You can probably do some reviews. I'll, I'll be the next surfer girl. They have to make you change your name to like Alex Alex uh, Alex highlights Boys Life or something. I don't know. I'm gonna end up getting my paychecks from their substantial legal fund. That that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Boy that, Scouts that, the writer. So I mean, we, we lost Brad Boy's life. The Nintendo Ninjas got to him. So Alex is going to have to fill in. Oh, boy. It's going to be uh, <laughs> Alex, open quote, Brad, close quote, Boy's <laughs> life. <laughs> okay. But we, it, we, it's, yeah. it's silly season, everybody. Get used to it. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we got laughs. When, the, the, <laughs> I forgot what it was like to laugh. <laughs> remember humor yeah um yeah this yeah. is what happens when i'm not like that attached to the show and just show up every once in a while i'll just completely throw you throw you guys off the rails no <laughs> no this is good this is this is good we're, we're here we're here for the for the jokes yep the jokes okay we we have more show this isn't the only thing we're talking about today we have fire emblem uh, shadows, echoes, uh, Valencia. Echoes, shadows before, of Valencia. Before we get into that, uh, Zippo just asked in the chat: Isn't there a rumor going around that the Animal Crossing mobile game is having major trouble? Uh, as as far as I know, a rumor went around. Um, there's a reason. Part of the reason why that Animal Crossing mobile game did not come out in Q1 this year was because it was undergoing a lot of trouble. And from what I heard, uh, they kind of like restarted development of that Animal Crossing mobile game. I have not heard anything of what it is now, but you know, hopefully they, they made it better. They, um, they probably saw how much money Fire Emblem Echo or Fire Emblem Heroes is pulling in from people and it's going to pull in all of the money. Yeah. I mean maybe maybe they'll just make a bunch of amiibo for Animal Crossing again because that <laughs> worked. <laughs> so uh, Fire Emblem Shadows of Valencia. I have this the game I have my Switch with me. I have the game sealed in Amazon packaging right now, but what happened was I ended up becoming less than fully employed last week. I started the job hunt, and, and a silly little thing I like to do for myself when I need motivation is I buy a video game, and then I don't let myself open it until I do the thing I told myself I was going to do. So I need to get a new job. Once I get <laughs> this new job, as my little treat to myself, I get to open... Uh, Fire Emblem Shadows of Valencia. The last time I did this was in 2010, I think. I was very stage shy. I was, I was stage fright. And I had to do this presentation history class. So there ended up being about 14 podcast episodes, No More Heroes 2, a DS game. I, I had a full separate document of all the stuff I was rewarding myself with. This time, <laughs> it's just Fire Emblem. So I, I haven't played it yet. I apologize, but I will probably by next week's show or the week after. Depends on if I get a job or not. Donald and Neil have been playing Fire Emblem Shadows of Valencia. Donald, how do you like it? Um, so far, it, it, I'm I'm not it going... This is the first time I've ever gone into a Fire Emblem game with the expectation that I'm going to have to sit down and level grind at some point. Because, um, for the record, I only got my copy a few hours before we started recording. So I'm mm. only, a, I'm not even out of the first chapter yet, but I have had to sit down and start leveling up people in the dungeons, which I'm glad I can do because some of these fights can get pretty annoying. Mm. Okay. Annoying how? 
uh, just if you're going in under leveled, uh, you will quickly find out just how screwed you are. So it's hard, That's... like Shadow Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very, very similar, which makes sense considering this is a, like Shadow Dragon. This is a remake of an NES game. I I like the game a whole lot. It's very good. Nice. <laughs> I'm in uh, I'm in Act Three now. Uh, so the way the way the game works is that you have there's two two main characters. They're the amiibo that you can buy, Alm and Celica. Uh, and you kind of, at first, you go between playing as them and you reach a certain point in the game where you just have, like, a big world map and you can, like, alternate or just go in one direction with one party, um, which is kind of cool because, like, the map kind of, like, goes a little bit, like, I, I don't want to say real time, but, like, if you move with one group to a different spot, then, like, an enemy might move near the other one a la like Super Mario Brothers 3 where there's like the random Hammer Brothers on the screen. Uh, so you might be like trying to do something with one party and then, oh no, some random guy just came up and goosed your party. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, there is, there is definitely a more of a focus on potentially grinding because it does get pretty tough. But I don't really find the grinding that bad because they do kind of have almost like random battles set up uh, in both this world map section and also the new third person exploration sections where you just kind of roam around and like you're fighting a lot of zombies or I uh, forget the dumb name for it. It's like the accursed or something. I don't know. Walkers. Yeah. yeah. No, white walkers. That's what uh, <laughs> you're going to the fire emblem. Nothing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, might, might, might try some of that overpriced DLC. I don't know. Yeah, I'm 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 far enough into into as I said when the DLC pricing was announced, I'm far enough into it between the limited edition that I'm holding up here and those amiibo that I've been showing off that yeah, I think I'm good on this for a while. Yeah. DLC costs more than the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the DLC time. like it kind of looks like it it's good DLC. Like they're I mean yeah, some of the early stuff just like kind of helped to grind um it, it, some of the early stuff just seems like it's grinding help early on, but then the later packs seem to like add new characters and significant story content. Like, I don't know if it's That's worth good. the price of double, like doubling the price of the game, but it does look like it's a little more substantial than what we've seen in Fire Emblem DLC in the past. Does how does the game move? Does, does it have a quick pace? Because that's what I'm looking for in this game. Is uh, I've been playing Valkyria Chronicles, and I ended up quitting Valkyria Chronicles three hours in because there's like ten minutes of story for every single chapter of gameplay. And Fire Emblem usually moves a little bit faster than that. And I'm hoping in this game, considering it's a remake of a classic game, the story will be toned down just a little bit. Uh, it, I think it is. Uh, I also didn't. I didn't go full born to Fates because I got so turned off initially by Birthright. I still haven't gone back to Conquest. I don't know if I ever will. Um, who knows? Uh, especially because we've got, I've got I've, my Fire Emblem urge is being satiated right now. Um, I enjoyed Heroes a great deal, and there will probably be another Fire Emblem game out like every six months until the heat death end of the universe. Because mm -hmm. uh, there's <laughs> oh. you no know, maybe, maybe there will be more Echoes games. There's going to be a Fire Emblem Switch game next year. We got Fire Emblem Warriors. It's probably going to be like Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem, some mm. kind of like. <laughs> Fire Emblem cross Tekken. I, I don't know. Like, where, where do we go next? 
Marvel versus Capcom versus Fire Emblem. <laughs> the only way we're adding any more characters. No, no, no. Why it'll be it'll be it'll be DC Comics versus Fire Emblem. Oh, versus we're gonna Mortal Kombat. We're gonna take Marvel Marvel versus Capcom down. It's gonna be it's gonna be Sub Zero versus Batman versus Marvel. <laughs> so wait, nah, what was it? it? Now this, this brutality. Is, this is, yeah, I'd probably buy that. <laughs> totally. Would. Although I, I suppose we could also do like Tatsunoko versus Fire Emblem. Yeah, I mean Tatsunoko the pizza Capcom cats are involved. Tatsunoko versus Capcom was a great game. Great game. Sorry. Smash How that Bros. got localized Fire. all over now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it sounds like it's pretty good. And uh, Zach, you haven't been playing it. Nope. Okay. Any interest? Nope. You like Fire Emblem? Nope. All right, that's a show. Right. Zach, <laughs> Zach is probably more interested in Sky of Five, honestly. Yeah. That's actually true. Or, uh, I mean, have that... you heard about Valkyrie Drive? I think is the name of that game. Yeah, I have heard of that. Um, That's a video you... game that I need to buy someday when it's on the flash <laughs> okay. sale. I, I, I found out what Valkyrie Drive was last night. <laughs> and my world is shaken to the core. Uh, it's. I don't think it's Tell appropriate. Tell us what it is, show. Neil. No. no. <laughs> um, I, I believe it involves real-time strategy and lesbians. Yeah, um, it's 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 uh, <laughs> it's like there's four X and now there's gonna be like four L. Like it's made by the Senran Kagura, <laughs> Kagura developers, and it's basically they're like, all right, what can we do that's more off putting than that? So the conceit of the game is that there are lesbian couples that when one of them gets aroused, they turn into a weapon. Yep, <laughs> and then the other person uses them as a weapon. Yeah, you know there is historical precedent for the for same sex relationships being used in military combat. Go look up the Sacred Band sometime. There's also there's an there's a companion anime to this game. Of course, that I, there watched, is. That I watched a little bit of last oh, night. Oh God, I can never get that back. It's uh, it's, it's uh, it's weird as shit. Is this game about weaponized homosexuality coming to the Switch? I think so. Well, it's it's coming to Vita. Um, you know, for Samurai Kagura, Samurai Kagura, that's just... Alex. You have to think that once the Vita is totally dead, those games have to go somewhere. <laughs> they'll go in the toilet. They <laughs> no, they'll just go on Steam. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you know. uh, yeah. I'm just, dude. I'm just I, I love to see like, like Marvelous or whatever developers making Valkyrie Drive like in in a room with Nintendo, just being like, "This is what we wanted to," like. There's just no words. They just point to the door. And we're like, no. I, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 there's a lot of skin in Disgaea Five, and that and that is a game where you are literally controlling demons. I, I think at this also, point, Nintendo might just let the SRB handle it. Also, I, I have to note that there was a good tweet from somebody the other day after the Arms Direct, uh, which was like, Kimishima, how are you going to? Yeah. Uh, win people back from the switch, and there was there was a picture of Zelda's ass, and then uh, the the pigtail girl's ass. Yeah, twin tails ass. There's don't really focus on booties. <laughs> the only booties. thing I focus on. I, I think I'm just worried that I'm going to get with between Fire Emblem, Disgaea, and a game that I picked up on the Vita, which is a basically a visual novel that occasionally breaks into strategy RPG combat. They don't have those on the okay, Vita. So, so you found Valkyrie? No, no. This is uh, this one. This one. This one actually came out the other day. Uh, Utaware Rumana. Uh, okay, the the Atlas game. 
Yeah, the Atlas game that isn't Etrian Odyssey Five that they chose to localize. Uh, yeah. Um, I I'd like to I'd like to formally declare here that uh, Etrian Odyssey Five uh, still not being out in the West is is meaning that Atlas is very close to being dead to me. If Radiant <laughs> Historia 3DS does not make it over, um, I think I will have to find another uh, JRPG company that I really like. Yeah. Um, it wounds me. I'm at this point. I, I think in a in a hope of reverse jinxing Etrian Odyssey Five, I'm going to import the Japanese version and struggle and try to play some of that. All that I don't know. I'll be curious to see how well I'll do playing playing a Japanese version of a series that I really like. That will be um, interesting. And uh, I might I might try to do like an, maybe an interpretive dance or a haiku about oh. my experiences with Etrian Odyssey Five in Japanese. And and just put them in an envelope and send it to Atlas USA along with pictures of me crying, <laughs> just dreaming of Etrian Five being localized. Um, maybe maybe I'll run some, some dollars. Will, um, if you're listening, save this man, please. Yeah, uh, just uh, Radiant Historia. Like I'm 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 very close to giving up complete hope on Etrian Odyssey Five coming over. I just hope that Radiant Historia will not meet the same fate. Mm. I, I think you might be giving up too soon. Don't forget Yakuza Five by Atlas. Atlas's parent every company. single Took other three years. <laughs> every single other Etrian Odyssey game um, was released in the yeah. time that it's been since Etrian Odyssey Five yeah. came out in Japan. Yeah, it'll, not it'll even happen. announced. It, it, it's not like Etrian Odyssey Five is done, man. The dream is dead. I feel. I, I feel like. I feel like Forrest Whitaker in Rogue One right now. <laughs> Keep the dream alive. So Atlas has three games that they need to put out this year into early next year. That's Radiant Historia. That's Etrian Odyssey Five. That is uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Keep Strange, Strange Journey. Journey. Um, Strange Journey. Why do you say they have to? Like, let's uh, also, let's keep in mind that 3DS is knocking on death's door. Um, and it's subject to absurd piracy, and I think that's part of the reason why they're bringing over some of these like like Udo Wama whatever the hell that game is that Vita <laughs> game that that Donald's talking about. Um, I think some of those are coming over. Uh, they might maybe they're they're cheaper, lower profile games to bring over, uh, but I don't think the Vita has been hit by piracy as much as the 3DS has. Mm. And, um, and really, I mean, if you look at it like who's bringing games to the 3DS? Like, I guess we got like Monster Hunter stories, but like. That's, I mean, outside of outside of those kind of high-profile games and Nintendo stuff, like, the 3DS is, is fading away. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you're right. Everything you say has, has clear sound logic behind it, but I have a Wikipedia page for a list of Atlas's games on Nintendo 3DS. Every game has come out in Japan, obviously. They're a Japanese company. In North America, every Atlas game has came out in North America, except for four games. Etrian Odyssey 5, Radiant Historia, uh, Etrian Mystery Dungeon 2, two. which is which, not, that's not out anything that's, in Japan yet. Yeah. That comes out August 31st. And Shin Megami Tensei Deep Strange Journey, not out in Japan either. We still have about a six to seven months before you have to really worry. Atlas has a pretty good track record. A huge percentage of their sales come... From North American otaku gamers, I would, it's, but I would say that more of those sales come from people pirating it. Mm. Yeah, 
But and by I, sales, they're not sales. They're people pirating a video I'm game. I'm not worried Which, about it. Don't yet. pirate new games. Don't be that asshole. Also, a huge percentage of Atlas sales come from North American gamers regardless of piracy. Atlas is a huge fan base in the West, and I'm pretty sure that like Persona 5, a significant percentage of its sales, probably 30 to 40% at least, came from our territory. I, in fact, I'm relatively confident of that. I need to look at, into those yeah. numbers more. They but either way, Atlas games do well over here. For April, and they, they executed that very well. Hmm. Yeah. The only the only problem is like the PS I don't know about the PS3 but the PS4 you certainly can't pirate anything on it whereas the 3DS is pretty much a wide open door at this point. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean I mean that's that I think is the biggest issue. Okay. That's all we have to say about that for now, but we have two more things that are basically one thing. Uh Bit Summit, it happened. It happened. Into Creates, Azure Striker Gunvolt Collections coming out on Switch on August 31st, Which worldwide. It won't be in HD at all. No, well, that, uh, the cutscenes the cut will be in HD. Oh, Which man. is the opposite of how it usually is. Usually it's the gameplays in HD and the cutscenes. <laughs> but anyways, that's, that's whatever. And then Burst is coming out in, on June 29th. We also have... Owlboy, Y2K, Nine Parchments, all coming out at the Switch at some point. Owlboy's supposed to be real good. Mm. The, um, yes, yeah, so for those who may have missed it at the end of last week, there was, as part of the hype for Bit Summit, Nintendo posted one of their Cat Mario videos on their Japanese YouTube channel. <laughs> and they talked about Yandies, which basically ran through everything from Shovel Knight to a bunch of things we didn't even know existed. Yeah, and yeah. included among that was Nine Parchments, which was which is from the Trine and has been Heroes developers Frozen Bite, Owlboy, and Y2K, a game that both Zach and I had written separate Paxies previews for. Good game. Yeah, it it looks okay. It has an interesting art style. It has a weird personality. I'm not necessarily into. It's basically okay. It's it's like uh, I mean, having talked to the developer. And the fact that like the world map's like New Jersey on the side, um, it seems like it's a dude who grew up with a lot of similar life experiences to be making a weird RPG. Because <laughs> like I think we're roughly around the same age. We both grew up in Jersey in the nineties. Like this seems very much inspired by growing up in Jersey in the nineties. Uh, Y two K kind of looks like it might be an RPG that was made almost entirely for me. Uh, so I'm Don- very excited for that game. Donald, I have a question. Is Neil's audio coming through a little wonky? Yeah, he's roboing. He's roboing. Okay. No. Yeah, R- Rizza can confirm that mic though. Um. Anyways, it's there's not much we can do about it. If I need to cut into it for the audio version, I don't mind. I'll probably just leave it in there because unlike most roboing, we can actually tell what Neil's saying. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't my connection; it was someone else's. But yeah. Owlboy seems cool. Y2K, Donald, we were just talking about that before the show. We talked to their developers. We didn't, like, it seemed like they didn't necessarily have a Switch dev kit in March. (laughs) We talked, like, we talked to them on, like, within, like, the first hour of Paxis being open to the public for our appointment on that. And we asked them point blank, what are you doing about the Switch, especially in light of what we had heard as far as Damon Baker going out and saying, hey, don't bother with Wii U anymore. And they said they hadn't heard anything and they were going to, but apparently they looked into it or Damon came by during the show after we left 
because, well, here we are. Yeah. Although, I maybe they were lying to us. Although, the sound guy we talked to had certainly a very nice poker face. Two points. One, he was never told, according to this guy, nor was his dev team told, to stop working on Wii U. Two, they didn't have a, a Switch version in development at the time we talked to him. So, yeah. Switch games are made fast, it sounds like. We've heard we've heard tales that porting a game to the Switch is incredibly easy. Mm. So just it's just a matter of making sure that all the bugs are ironed out. And apparently, it has gotten to the point now where Damon can go on Twitter and say, "Hey, indie devs, here's the email if you want to get a dev kit." So yeah, that happened today. That that happened a couple hours ago. Yeah, so. Um, so expect a lot more of those announcements. I don't think we're going to see a lot of them in the next couple of weeks, but I would say probably around the time of PAX West, which is around Labor Day weekend, the floodgates might start opening. Sure. Sure. That's all we have for the indie games. You, you guys are, Neil, you were telling me you're all in on all these. I mean, pretty much. I'm like, oh boy, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about. I'm really into Y2K. Uh, Nine Parchments looks like a game from Frozen Bite that looks a little more appealing than has been Heroes. Um, yeah. Um, I'm really excited to play something else on my Switch. There's a lot of good games out there, Zach. You I should know, maybe check them out. None of them. Tell I'm not falling in love with any of them. Man, like Snake Pass was pretty cool. Uh, Graceful Explosion Machine. Oh, yeah. Graceful Explosion. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, that does look maybe, good. Maybe you should, you should read NintendoWorldReport.com. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo oh, I just World. forget about it because these games come and go. Yeah, I, I mean, they're still there. They didn't leave you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, there's a game coming out next week, uh, June 1st, I think. It's called Goner. Valkyrie's Drive? No, no uh, Valkyrie Drive came out uh, this week. So, so that's this week's okay. uh, game of note. Uh, but no, uh, a game called Goner that it was shown back in that that Nindy's presentation around GDC. It was also playable at PAX East, and I played it there. That game looks pretty sweet. Um, it's like a roguelike platformer, which I feel like I could say roguelike and some other word after it, and I would describe about 60 to 75% of all indie games yeah, being made today. Um, I think roguelikes are really cool, but like maybe we can chill. <laughs> <laughs> there are other types of games. It's like when everybody made a Metroidvania for like two years in the indie scene. Like, we can get variety. Maybe someone can make a good arcade sports game. Ooh. I think that would be really cool. You can even throw roguelike elements into it. I'd be okay with that. Um, please, Superman Baseball Metalhead Software, if you're listening, we need you on Switch. We need you on Switch right now. <laughs> Neil, it sounds like you're making a plea to the past from the future <laughs> with your robot voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> It, because I can hear everything you're saying, it's it just. <laughs> I will I will second Neil's Neil's cries for help for Metalhead Software for Super Mega Baseball. Please bring that to the Switch. Other things of note. Arms is tomorrow. That's noon, right? Uh, no, that's Friday. 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 Oh, two days. Friday at eight o'clock Eastern is the first one, and then it's kind of like I think roughly every twelve hours. Okay. I think it goes eight eight on Friday. East. This is all Eastern time. Eight in the morning, three three or four in the afternoon, and then again at eight o'clock that night. 
on an on Saturday morning. Two, it might be two o'clock. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, look up like the Arms Test Punch. I think we have an article up on the site too. Uh, we'll probably have some streams over the weekend during that period. I'm. I don't know. It's going to be like because they picked a holiday weekend, which is kind of like good and bad. In right. that, um, like I already have a lot of plans. Be able to make it. Yeah, like I'm gonna try. I, I mean, and the glory of the Switch is that, like, as long as I got Wi-Fi, I can play me some Arms Test Punch. Mm. Uh, but that, that uh, uh, I tried tethering to my phone at work for the Splatoon test fire. That did not work very well. Um, I lost connection pretty much in every match. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to play this because it's going to swing me on the game. I'm, I'm, I like it, but I'm kind of lukewarm on it just because it seems so multiplayer focused and I don't have multiplayer opportunities. Hmm. It, it, yeah, it seems like a Nintendo almost launch game where the content isn't necessarily all there, but the gameplay is. That, that That's how I feel about ARMS generally overall, is it seems like a really nice game and a package that still needs to convince me. Right. I, um, I think that the online is going to be uh, what might make or break arms. If that is a good online multiplayer environment, then it would solve a lot of the issues. Like, for example, yeah. some of the concerns that Zach might have. Um, I I think it'll be really fun locally, but I just don't think it's going to be the kind of game that you're going to have a lot of opportunities to play in the ideal local setting. Right. Mm. And I, I think, think I think online I think online could be really good. If you have you know if you have friends over who are not as hardcore Nintendo fans as we are, and they want to play a video game, they're going to go to Mario Kart. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Zachary, my friend. And it looks like that's basically all we have to talk about this show. We're going to be doing our E3 predictions probably next week because there's not going to be much time after that, certainly, to do them. So we'll, we'll do some nice little E3 predictions next week. I will get absolutely everything wrong as per usual, but patreon.com slash NWR. Get some nice content. Get some get some early content. Get some exclusive content. Patreon.com slash NWR. And if you're enough of a roller, you can actually punch with us on, on Saturday night. Yeah. How much do people mm. need to pay for that one? It's, I, I I don't I don't know off the top of my head because Casey Casey and Carmine are running that. We we're alternating behind like having game nights for all and then Patreon game nights. Mm. Um, I think this one might just be a Patreon exclusive one. Either way, pay a few bucks, play with some of the big boys, get some support, arms action. Support our site. Um, support if us. we get to like five hundred bucks, we'll take ads off of the website. Ooh, that. that's wow. fun. Drive, drive them, drive them dollar bills. Remove nice. the crappy ads that we have from the site. So there's something to look forward to. Take the ads off the site. Five hundred dollars. Help us get there. We are almost there. We're about three hundred sixty, three hundred fifty dollars yeah. away there. It's, it's yeah. within the realm of possibility. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Patreon.com slash NWR. Read a bunch of great content on NintendoWorldReport.com. What I will say is in addition to the great journalism you come to know, respect, love, cherish, etc., we have been getting a buttload of fantastic editorials in recent weeks from our newest staffers that are very much worth checking out from uh, sure. Justin Nation, and I do believe his name is David Lloyd. Yes. Yes. Great editorials. Check them out. Nintendo World Report. 
nintendonewsreport.com. We also have an audio version. That is Nintendo News Report on iTunes. Review us, and I will review it at the end of the show. I will review your review on Nintendo News Report. Two weeks ago, we had a listener straight up say I was talking too much, and I addressed it directly, and I, in fact, talked less than usual this episode. So, review yeah. it person, let me know. I probably talk too much, but I'm a guest now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, uh, oh if you were a podcast guest, I should I should just keep asking, Neil, what did you think of that? Neil, what did you think of that? Neil, did you like that? <laughs> Neil, what did you think of that? that that's what podcast guests get. Um, <laughs> and if you're not the show, of- how could you? I'm a, I'm a friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah. But follow us on, on the Twitters. Neil, Enron10, uh, occasional fourth chair who's not technically fourth chair but sometimes he probably will be. we'll see how it works yeah. we'll see. we're gonna eat three i'll probably show up more often we'll, yeah. we'll keep we'll, we'll keep a chair open for him simply because sometimes we, we need to have the boss in to, to crack the whip yeah. <laughs> yeah but now that that said that doesn't mean i haven't been paying attention to a lot of people from the site who have been looking to stretch out their podcasting legs on nintendo news report there are a lot of people I'm going to try to get on the show in the next few weeks. Gotta stretch the podcasting legs out. <sighs> Absolutely! So people like Nintendon Koopman, uh, Adam Abu Nasser, we got uh, Justin Nation, I want to get him on. We got uh, David, I want to get him on too. There's a lot of people who want to talk to us on Nintendo News Report and a lot of people we want to have on Nintendo News Report. So you're going to be seeing some fresh faces over the next few weeks. Again, iTunes, Enron10, Donald Mick, at Donald Mick, D-O-N-A-L-D-M-I-C-K, at ZMiller1902, that is Z-M-I-L-L-E-R-1902, I'm at Kulafia, that's C-U-L-A-F-I-A, that is our show. Have a good night, folks. Bye-bye. Bye.